Let's go get an update on Michigan State football and basketball. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider is standing by in the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, Comp? Bill, doing great. Thanks for having me on. You know, uh, I recorded an interview with Izzo just before the show because they're practicing right now, and mm-hmm. uh, he used the term, and we'll have that interview before the end of this hour, he used the term to describe this year's team as consistently inconsistent, but he's very happy with where his team is at. He, you know, the last eight minutes against Illinois, the first uh, half against Purdue, at least a start that they're a couple wins away from being a top 25 team. And, and they're still in the, the Big Ten title hunt, but, you know, without Malik Hall totally healthy. Uh, he, I, I sense, even though he gets a little ornery, he, he likes his team. Yeah, he's certainly happy with the way they played for most of that Purdue game, but then you come away with a loss. You don't get any credit for it. So the 12-6, and 4-3, and three, and they play a, a, an excellent Rutgers team coming up this weekend. You know, the two highest-ranked teams in the Big Ten are Purdue and Rutgers. There's only two Big Ten teams in the top 25 right now. Rutgers is good, and they're rested. So, you know, Purdue came in number three in the country, as you know, and Michigan State went toe-to-toe with them. It was a thrilling game, but no partial credit. It's a loss. So inconsistent. I mean, the effort has been strongly consistent. Now you take Malik Hall out. I mean, this this team was looking good up by ten points against Illinois. Uh, Malik got Hall. Malik Hall became hurt somewhere along the line. Uh, I think it was close to even when he went out. But it's just you know it's basically a team that's got a nine man rotation. You take Hall out, who's the one guy that can play the three and the four, their most versatile player, and it really had a big impact on uh, on their team here uh, in the short term, and it changes a lot, and they're scrambling to try to recover that right now. But um, tough times, I'd say, for Michigan State. Now, good team, uh, um, entertaining team, but uh, in danger of having a three-game losing streak here right now. I I like them to make the tournament. I I really do. I think they have depth, and if they get Malik Hall back healthy, they're a team that uh, could do some damage. So they've improved. I'll take it. They played a heck of a schedule if you look at – uh, the start, and you look at the second wave of the Big Ten after the first of the year, and there's still a lot in front of them. The Big Ten, like I talked about with Izzo, is just so loaded uh, top to bottom, so we'll see how it plays out. Uh, Mel Tucker, Michigan State football. Uh, they're making some recruiting checklist. I was looking at the on3.com uh, tweet uh, that you sent out. I retweeted it from SpartanMeg.com. Uh, so now the question is, can Mel Tucker take this talent and win the Big Ten East and get past Ohio State and Michigan short term. Yeah, I don't think they're in position to do that. They're um, at least a year away from doing that. As you know, Ohio State and Michigan were two of the top four teams in the country, and Michigan State is not close to being a top four team in the country right now. And uh, we'll be talking about this throughout the spring and summer, but you know, Michigan State this past season is the only team in the country that played four top eight teams. They're the only team that played four top ten teams. And guess what? Those four teams are on the schedule again, and those four teams are going to be preseason top ten. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Washington. So you can be a good team. You can be a top 15 team and still have four automatic losses unless you pull an upset against one of those. And they've, they've got a ways to go before they can they can do that. They competed with Michigan for three quarters. They competed with Penn State for three quarters last year. Um, did a pretty good job on the recruiting trail last year. But, uh, you know, offensive line will be better. Quarterback still to be determined. Peyton Thorne's coming back, but he's going to have to compete to hold on to that job. I, I think the program is, uh, you know, a solid six and six, seven and five t- 
program when they're healthy, but that's not enough to uh, compete for the Big Ten East right now. He is getting the four stars coming in. I, I looked at the top 10 QBs in the final on 3-300, and there's Michigan State amongst the big boys with Tennessee, Texas, and Arch Manning, and Jackson Arnold, OU, Dante Moore out of Detroit to UCLA, Malachi Nelson to uh, USC. I mean, it's a pretty salty uh, group of schools, Oregon, Ohio State, and there's Michigan State as uh, number seven in terms of ranked quarterbacks 2023 recruiting. Yeah, Sam Levitt, pretty good one coming in out of Oregon. And then the year before, Michigan State got another four-star out of California, uh, Kaden Hauser. So Michigan State went out to the West Coast to get a pair of good quarterbacks, which can help the competition in the future. I think there's a chance that Noah Kim is still the second-best quarterback on the roster, maybe the best chance to unseat Peyton Thorne next year. But Michigan State, you know, they brought in you know nine four-star recruits this year, which is the third most in the Big Ten. You know, Ohio State and Penn State had more. If you're looking at the on-three consensus, that's one more four-star than Michigan brought in. You know, Michigan State's class number 22 in the country. Just my opinion, 15 signees out of high school, I don't know. I, I kind of think they might have been better off getting 18 or 19 high school kids and maybe fewer out of the portal. But, it, you know, in, in this day and age of uh, roster assembly, I'm not sure what's right and wrong. Maybe I'm still... Uh, you know, still looking to the past a little bit too much on how teams are assembled. 15 high school recruits, they're all pretty good ones. If you look at the film, Bill, you would see, well, I can see why Michigan State liked this kid, this kid, this kid. They went out and got 15 good ones. Is that enough, uh, you know, foundationally to, to move things forward? We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. It's it, it's different in the portal these, this, these days, as you know, and different teams are taking different approaches. But there's no question Michigan State brought in nine good four-star uh, candidates uh, as part of a 15-man class, some of whom will have an impact this year in 2023. Jim Cabroni, com, part of the On3.com team. They now have joined uh, that elite uh, inside college online service. Uh, you can follow everything Michigan State Athletics 24-7 at SpartanMeg.com. Comp, appreciate the update. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thursday against Rutgers is going to be tough. Rutgers is good. They're athletic. They're experienced. Rutgers has played one game in seven days. Michigan State's played three games in seven days. This will be Rutgers' second game in ten days. This will be Michigan State's fourth game in ten days. That schedule imbalance drives Izzo nuts, but there's not much you can do about it. Yeah, he'll, He talks about that coming up in our <laughs> next segment. Tom Izzo, head basketball coach at Michigan State. Great lead-in comp. It's like I said, hey, talk about Izzo. And then he yeah. will join us uh, next in a conversation I recorded uh, before we started today's show. Comp, uh, take care. My best to you and your family. You too. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. The MSU Insider checking in on the Meyer guest line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics.